0: And welcome to the Morgan man sports podcast powered by undrafted sports network. Guys, we are talking about two, two different topics on one episode today. We're talking about the LA thieves home series, top five matches. And we are talking about the Atlanta Falcons of how they could still have a very productive offense without Julio Jones. So in the in for delay. Let's go and get straight into today's action. All right, guys. So before we go, any, and I mean any further in today's podcast, I wanna go ahead and get the announcement out of the way. Uh, there's been multiple factors of why I'm going to start doing this until honestly I find me a new a new job or my dream job pretty much. My dream job is really what I wanna come next and that is to be in the radio business. Okay, so everybody knows I'm a merchandiser right now because I have posted it on Twitter in my little DM uh group chat that I'm in with Undrafted Sports. So I am a merchandiser and it's about, you know, ten to twelve hour days. You know, depending on location, but the locations I'm at right now is of course ten to twelve hour days. And I get Wednesdays and Thursdays off, but it really feels like my days off are just me mostly sleeping and stuff like that. And and plus two, I've been more so focused on trying to build demos and uh, my resume for on-air host or radio board operator, whatever the case may be, I- I'm trying to really work towards my dream job of building up that resume and the demos, and just really trying to start reading and it- and trying to get like as much knowledge as I can about the radio business, so that way it would be kind of like an easy you know flow for the first couple of weeks if i were to land my dream job which is again radio host so i've been so focused on that and trying to just balance life right now man i really have so the podcast as far as it goes it's still going to be happening it's just going to be happening one time a week now and we're talking about both subjects you guys are still killing it with the downloads, views. Are not views, but listens. Everything, and I really do appreciate that, guys. And and please continue on support because I still love y'all. I really do. Undrafted, shout out to y'all. Y'all are amazing for for what y'all do over here. It really is just mind blown of the amount of love and support that you give my channel for being esports and Falcons put together. It's just insane. But but yeah, I do apologize for really any inconvenience when it comes to like supporting the podcast of my own uh retweets and faves on the other podcast platforms. I try my best to really, you know, get those out to show my to show my support. But yeah, man, uh that's what's happening is one time a week now on Thursdays. Because Wednesdays and Thursdays are my days off. And that's really about my only free time I do have. But whenever my free time does come in after work, I'm mostly trying to learn about the radio business, or at least now I am, and trying to build up a demo and my resume as well. So please do forgive me on that. But I'm trying to work towards my dream job now. And it's really just kind of like an imbalance of things happening in life right now. And, uh, I still want to get the podcast out, but I still want to like, you know, go after my dream job and start really looking forward to the things that I really want to do in life. And that is one of them. So, but until then, really guys, it is going to be one episode a week and yeah. So again, hope, hopefully you guys will uh, respect this decision it's very hard for me to do so because I really wanted to split things up for SEO purposes on this channel. But if I if I can't, that's fine. But at least I'm still wanting to provide the content that I know is going to be relevant to you guys. But at the same time, it fits my schedule. So with all that stuff out of the way, uh, you can still hear me on Thursdays at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, wherever you are at listening on Spotify iHeartRadio, wherever the case may be. But let's go ahead and talk about the LA Thieves Home Series, Stage 4, Week 3, and this is the final week before, before we go into the LAN. The LAN tournament for the major tournament for Stage 4. And then after that, it's champs. It is champs. I, I am super ecstatic about this ladies and gentlemen so what i'm looking at right here is really seattle surges second the last match this is coming at number five optic chicago versus seattle surge seattle surge man if y'all pull off a win man i'm telling you i am going to flip my my wig (laughs) i am really going to flip my wig but Of course, it's going to go in the way of Optic, and that's going to happen Thursday, which is today. Uh, I'm taking that series in a 3-0 fashion because Seattle Surge, man, they've been cursed ever since the beginning. I don't know why, but the Seattle Surge is just not a great team. They got great players, but they're not a great team. So I don't know what's going on. Is it the chemistry between these star-studded players? What what's happening coming in at number four is the new york subliners they're right now second place behind the atlanta phase but no one is going to catch the atlanta phase for that first place spot so the cdl the cdl yeah the cdl might as well go ahead and announce the atlanta phase is your number one seed for COD champs there there's no getting around that but as far as the New York subliners versus the London Royal Ravens go, I'm looking at New York subliners to really start showing off a little bit of new moves, new styles, new new everything going into the major four tournament, which will be held on land. Uh I again New York Subliners is second play, so they're the second best team. But I'm, again, I'm looking for them to start pulling up some new tricks, working on some new mechanics, heading into the stage four and getting ready for COD champs. Coming in at number three, I'm looking at the Atlanta Phase versus the Minnesota Rocker. Now, why is this match in particular number three? Well, because Atlanta Phase, number one, is sitting at the very top with 380 COD points. And. I'm looking for them, honestly, to to start 3-0ing everybody. I'm really looking forward to them starting to three-o everybody, get in a good rhythm, start coming up with some new tricks, new gameplay style, new everything heading into the major four tournament, which we held on land again. Um, uh, I, I'm just so excited about land finally coming back. So please do forgive me for saying just land, 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 but Atlanta phase, I believe this is going to be a 3-0. I really do think so over the Minnesota rocker, uh, the Florida mutineers versus the Dallas empire. Okay. So this match is very important for a number of reasons. Number one, Dallas Empire, they are two and two. They're two and two, and they only have one match this weekend, and that's Saturday. And the Florida Mutineers, they have really separated themselves at that number eight slot in CDO point standings from, I believe it was uh, the LA Gorillas, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, the Florida Mutineers is on fire, man. They really are. I'm taking the Florida Mutineers in this situation because Neptune, Awakening, all of them, they are the key factors of what's going to make a difference in the Major Four Tournament and the CDL Playoffs. If them two together can really start coming up with new schemes, new ways of attacking at different angles, they could honestly, the Florida Mutineers can definitely make a huge run in in, in college champs and even the stage four playoffs. So I'm looking at four mutineers to three, one, the Dallas empire and Dallas empire will actually have a losing record for the first time in the CDL history for a stage at two and three. And that shows that you dropping hook really was a big mistake. Uh I, I know you won against who was it, the LA Gorillas? Yeah, there's LA Gorillas in good fashion, but still you will go two and three at a stage. That that's bad if you're the Dallas Empire. You are the defending world champions. So coming in at number one is the Optic Chicago versus the Los Angeles Thieves. Sunday, June 13th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Game Fuel Marquee matchup. I'm looking at it like this right here. This is a coin flip. LA Thieves has been an up and down team. Optic has been an up and down team. But you can lean more towards Optic because they are a more scapegoat bet. Okay? You don't know what you're going to get out of LA Thieves. They could come out in 3-0 Optic. This Sunday, will it happen? No, but Optic could do the same thing and really, really mess with the LA Thieves. So uh, if I had to choose, I would choose Optic over LA 3-0. But overall, guys, honestly, yeah, FaZe is going to win their matchup. Mutineers definitely looks promising. Toronto Ultra is still going to be a great team. But I want to see them on land. I really do. And it hurts me to say, but this, well, it kind of makes me feel sad for Octane a little bit, I should say. Because he really wants to play on land. He really wanted to play on land at the beginning of the season. And this is his only opportunity next weekend on land for, what, three, four days? And that's it. Well, really one day if the Seattle do all get their shit together. And that's it. I feel so bad for Octane, man. Like this online format has really screwed the the veterans like him into like just depression, everything. Like my god, I hate online so much. Everything like that. And of course Octane has been fine so many different times. For speaking his opinion. That's what's wrong with this league right here. I will say that's one thing that is wrong with this league right here is the fact that even though you are a professional sports team, you still got to listen to the players. And honestly, I can see it next season that there will be a CDLPA players association, Call of Duty League players association and Octane will be the head of that because him and and also Scump too. They'd be the two heads of what makes the CDLPA what it is. And honestly, I would I would be all up for it. And that's what the CDL needs. Instead of just fining Octane or Scump or whoever, let them voice their opinion and go off of that. Say, okay, guys, I, we know you're voicing your opinion. We will fix that next season. But let's let's focus on now. Let's focus on now, and the players would agree to that. Let's just focus on now, and we will fix this later. We hear you. We understand you. But let's work now. So, honestly, yeah. I mean, oh, boy. Yeah, Seattle Surge, man. It will be an entire rebuild again for next season. Now, chances are of the new COD, I think it's going to be Vanguard. And it's going to be by Sledgehammer Kings. But is it going to be a World War II theme? Or what's it going to be? I don't know. But just Vanguard is right now the supposed rumored game for Call of Duty to be coming out. So now let's switch ships over to the Atlanta Falcons. So Arthur Smith um, definitely does not focus on Julio Jones because he's never coached him before. He respects Julio Jones because he's a great wide, all-time wide receiver, but he's never coached him, so he's not worried about Julio Jones. And honestly, I don't blame Arthur Smith. But the Falcons can still hold a top 10 offense this season. you got Calvin Ridley, who is pretty much your locked-in number one wide receiver. You got Elaminate Sakia's, you got Russell Gage. You've got a lot of stars at the wide receiver position. The Atlanta Falcons has always been a wide receiver team to have great talent at that position. And that's still the case today. You're just down one superstar who is 32. That's it. I mean, yes, our Vegas betting odds has went down ever since Julio was traded, but no one knows what Arthur Smith is going to do. Yes, we could look at his work all day from the Tennessee Titans, but at the end of it, Tennessee only had A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry. That's it. And Tennessee now, they got Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, and Derrick Henry, but no Arthur Smith. Who made Ryan Tannehill who he is today? That's what gets me. Everybody's saying, "Oh, Tennessee is definitely going to be a top top five offense this year, and they're going to make the Super Bowl." Okay, well, um, number one, you just lost your best offensive coordinator you had in some time, so we're going we're going to really see if they're going to be a top five offense. I mean, yeah, and Arthur Smith might have left a few plays back in Tennessee, but I highly doubt it. But Tennessee's going to copy his playbook. There's no joke about that. Me, personally, I don't care what the media says. I say the Falcons will be a top five offense this year. Defense, I don't know. Someone's going to have to educate me on the defense with Dean Pease. But from what I have seen of his defenses, everybody loves it. It's a it's an easy defense, but it's also a challenging defense for players to understand and get adjusted to. But once you're adjusted, oh man, you could go all day blindfolded in Dean P's defense. It's not so much turnover heavy, but it's so much more like getting up in your face in the receiver's face and really making them miss their shots. And that's what Dean Pease is really going to focus on is a more aggressive defense that, well, I, I don't want to say aggressive because Dan Quinn used that, but uh, we, we're going to have to. So a much more aggressive defense uh, figuratively too, not not just saying, man, we got to have a much more aggressive defense now, guys. <laughs> No, Dean Pease really means it. So, again, this offense right here, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be explosive. Yes, it's going to look weird without Julio Jones. But, again, you got to blame the old regime for this, okay? Well, I I don't know. You can't really blame the old regime because Julio did earn his money. Well, then there again, he did So, there, there are so many factors oh Julio Jones did earn his money then you got this person saying oh he didn't earn his money well okay Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov said that Julio Jones did earn his money and we're going to go with that Um, Matt Ryan has definitely earned his money I will I will fight on hell and die on it (laughs) with that with that scenario right there that Matt Ryan has definitely earned his money and he has restructured a lot of times more than what people think, and Matt Ryan, man, I tell you, he he he's looking great. He is really looking great in this offense right here. Uh, again, it's just mandatory mini camp. Nothing to be really getting hyped up about, but um, yeah. So again, this this offense is going to still look scary. Top five, top ten for the Atlanta Falcons this year in the twenty twenty one NFL season. Uh, Calvin Ridley is definitely going to be the number one wide receiver in year four of his uh, rookie contract. Or year five, actually. I believe it's year five. Yeah, anyways, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Eliminate, Sakias, every one of them. Great talent at the wide receiver position, so definitely I look forward to it. I look forward to the season because last season when we had these guys out on the field, said Julio, they were making plays. And I like that. But anyways, guys, uh, again, I hope you did enjoy it. If you didn't, make sure to like button wherever you are listening from. Uh, again, the decision was not easy for me to make this to just go to one time a week. But I am at least still trying to get in the Call of Duty League and the Atlanta Falcons all in one now. So if you're a fan of both, definitely, you know, be listening. So again, guys, hope you all enjoyed. If you did. All right, come on, we'll catch you all there. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win in tell. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov slash pact to learn more and file your claim the